Welcome to the weekend, everyone. This is the Lazy Bums Podcast, episode 0.1. And today we're joined by me, your host, Caleb Kalinda, and our co-host, Abina Chalice. Today we're uh, coming back after a long while to talk about recent developments in the sporting world, uh, including the bubble in NBA Orlando due to COVID and the potential for an NFL football season. Yeah, uh, you know, it's been a long time since we've had things to talk about in the sporting world, but now there are some developments and things are getting interesting. Yeah, we're beginning to uh, adjust to life with COVID and we're beginning to see what that's starting to look like for sports. Um, And uh, I mean, there was speculation for a long time uh, after the shutdown uh, that the NBA would be coming back and coming back in a different way, you know, without fans. And, um, you know, there's always, there's, since COVID started, there's been this sort of thing where we would need some sort of bubble. And that's exactly what we've gotten here in Disney World of all places. Right. Honestly, I think the outlook looked pretty bleak. Like when the whole COVID thing started, like I was fairly certain that there was no yeah. way. Like I mean, when players be... started getting the virus, yeah. it, it, that really kind of set off a lot of alarms for me. You know, like when when big players. I mean, Rudy Gobert and, and Donovan Mitchell. Yeah. Right. Um, getting COVID kind of as the the first people in the NBA to be really affected by it, and that just set off this huge chain of events that led to the shutdown of the league yeah. and uh, suspension of the season until until now until and now. i guess that shows us that you know the you can't stop the the cash cow that is the nba man they're gonna they know how much money they're gonna make from this it's gonna be the playoffs everyone needs something to watch right now and like they're gonna make a ton of money yeah uh, I mean, you know, there's there's no better marketing tool than than supply and demand. Yeah. And uh, and in the middle of a global pandemic, there's been a lot a lot of demand for the NBA to come back. Um, and so basically, what this means is that there's going to be a few teams. Uh, I think any team that's uh, anywhere near playoff contention, uh, I think it's seven or, or maybe six games back. Uh, is the cutoff for for playoff teams? Yeah, so there are actually twenty two teams um, that were invited to NBA Orlando, and it was voted by the owners. And th- there was kind of a big fuss made because Portland uh, they went against it. They were the only team to vote against it. It was twenty nine to one. But anyway, so there are twenty two teams that were within reasonable range of the playoffs that were invited to NBA Orlando, and they'll be competing um, for the last or to basically lock themselves into the playoffs. So one through seven are locked in, and if the eight and nine seed are within four games of each other, there's going to be a playoff like to get the seed. Yeah, in the East, it looks pretty locked up. There's a pretty big disparity between the, the eight seed and, and the teams below the eight seed. And obviously the teams at the top on the East are going to stay at the top. Although, I mean, there is some concern with the Nets at, at the moment because of the outbreak that's going on in, uh, I mean, in New York and obviously affecting the Nets team. Uh, DeAndre Jordan tested positive for, for COVID. Um, Spencer Dinwiddie tested positive for COVID. It's just a very weird situation going on over there in Brooklyn. And it's, it's a very tough situation to, to have going into something like this. Whether or not they're looking at a play, and I, I don't think they have any significant chance in, uh, in the, the grand scheme of things, in, yeah. the, in the playoffs and, um, you know, I don't think the Nets are going to be going into NBA Orlando looking to to win or to come anywhere near winning. You know, what was interesting, a lot of people are talking about um, 
you know, this season might have an asterisk like next to the champion because it was, you know, a really odd season. Yeah. No fans, you know, it was shortened. The the time that the players had to get ready is all different. You know, everyone's schedule really has been thrown out of sorts. So, yeah. Yeah, of course, the, you know, the entire regular season being nixed um, and, uh, you know, not having to play those regular season games, you know, it's going to throw off stats and averages and, and everything. And so, you know, I think everyone kind of had that initial reaction of like, is this season really going to be counted right. as an actual NBA season? We'll see. I mean, like even with the UFC, they, you know, they tried doing it. One of their fighters got COVID, right. like the... They, he tested positive, like, the night before the fight. So, like... Yeah, and I, they just ended up cutting the main card. Yeah. But I'm, the UFC is not the NBA. Yeah, exactly, it, exactly. It, it, I, the NBA has much, I feel like, bigger responsibility to take action if something like that does happen. Yeah, absolutely. Um, more eyes on it, for sure, for sure. I, I mean, you know, if... I think if we see something like the outbreak that happened in the initial um, scare... You know, like these star players getting it and spreading it to their teammates. And then, uh, you know, at, at the end of the day, the whole team is exposed. Yeah. And so if if there's one guy that has COVID and he is practiced in the bubble with, with his team. Trained with that, his team. That whole team's going to have to be quarantined. For sure. And, and so, there, you know, there's a possibility that they'll miss out on their seeding games. And... I mean, it's just, there's so much that the NBA's got to account for. Like, it's it's really going to be interesting to see how it plays out and if it even plays out. Yeah. I mean, like, what if before this even starts, someone gets COVID and, right. you know. I, yeah, I'm just trying to imagine a situation and, like, we get to the Western Conference Finals and... Kawhi Leonard test positive for yeah. for COVID and you know like it's if it's like Lakers Clippers and the Clippers lose the Western Conference Finals because they had to forfeit because they had to be quarantined yeah exactly you know? I mean what what would that mean to the championship you right. know in that in that if that ends up being the the case the the outcome of this whole thing then there is a huge asterisk oh, for on, sure. on this season in this championship and we could see more delays if that starts to happen, um, you know, and maybe they will end up just canceling the season. So it seems like a lot of people are looking at this narrative in terms of LeBron James because we know that his legacy is just one where people, the main criticism that he has is that he doesn't win as many finals as MJ or all the other greats for that matter. So I think the main thing here is if he goes through the Clippers, I think that's the matchup we're all waiting for in the West, like yeah. in the end is lakers clippers and if he goes through the clippers and wins wins it in la and then proceeds to win the finals like i don't think anyone will really have a problem with that championship because i mean at the end of the day that's the best team is the clippers the other team in la sure i mean it, i'd say if we don't have any complications and every team is playing you know with the available people that they have and i mean you know i don't, I don't think there's any real grounds to say that the Lakers, like even if the Clippers end up winning and the Lakers or Lakers fans get angry or, or whatever and look for something to blame it on, you know, I don't right. think they can blame it on players like Avery Bradley missing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like exactly. I feel like I feel like it is a legitimate test of these of these guys. Man, did you see those pictures of LeBron um, in quarantine? They like I think he was like doing a workout or something, and he looked like a crazy old man. Like his beard was all grown out, and he was just like yeah. He was I saw looking... the quarantine beard. I saw I saw a bunch of 
you know, players, their their quarantine kind of styles now. Like people are growing out their hair. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Look, I mean, it's 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 actually really cool, you know. And uh, something that I think is really cool about uh, the restart is that we're going to see a lot more individuality. Players are speaking up in volumes, and that's something that we haven't really seen for a long time because there's been this huge shut up and dribble narrative Stigma. in in you know talk sports, and um, so we haven't seen players. Uh, get the opportunity or the platform to speak up but now the you know they have such huge social media followings and mm -hmm. there's uh, a lot more liberal thinking going on in uh, sports media and so they're getting platforms and they're getting uh, put out there and their thoughts and their feelings and you know we're gonna see Black Lives Matter painted on the sidelines and yeah. uh, uh, players have the option to change the names on the back of their jerseys and I think that's really a, a really cool way uh, for the NBA to you know, uh, take hold of that movement and allow the players to express themselves. It's younger, like more, you know, they're living in today, not like some old NFL fans that are reminiscing yeah. on the Cowboys run to the Super right. Bowl, saying the Cowboys are, man, I'm the, the, one of the things that I'm least excited about with this football season is hearing Cowboys fans again. Every season, just stop. Stop with the predictions of the Cowboys are going to the Super Bowl. It's never going to happen. Well, it's the same with Lakers fans. In my in my eyes, it, it's it's gotten to the point the where Lakers it's the same. The Lakers have a Lakers chance fans. though th this year. Like they're sure. they're probably the favorites. And they've to win won a championship. championship in this millennium. They're the most obnoxious fans in the NFL. I'd say they're the most obnoxious fans in the world of yeah, sports. Yeah, in the world of sports for sure. They're just. I'm not even. I I don't hate the Cowboys. I mean, neither yeah. of us do. We're Patriots fans. We don't really. You know, yeah, we don't care, care about, less the about the Cowboys. We don't but play them in the regular season. Those or Cowboys fans make me hate the Cowboys. Sorry, sorry, but it's the truth. Very I mean, true. they're okay, but let's be real. Like they're not winning the Super Bowl every year. Yeah, no, absolutely not. Anyway, back to the bubble. Yeah. Obviously, the East is kind of locked up. You know, there might be some leeway with the Nets, but the West is is pretty wide open at the moment for the play-in games. It is. Um, you got the Blazers at in the ninth seed right now um i mean they're the biggest challengers at the moment yeah it's, it's you know damian lillard is i mean he's an elite player it's it's at this point we can say that he is one of the best probably top three point guards in the league oh for sure i mean he's he's been incredible the last couple of years and now they have a shot i mean they i really want them to go into the playoffs but i really want the grizzlies too as well yeah, it would be it would be it would be really nice to ja see to see John ja Morant in his uh, yeah in his rookie season going to the playoffs and leading a underwhelming Grizzlies team to the playoffs. But that team, I mean, I I don't need to see them in the playoffs this year. They're a very very young team. You know, Jaron Jackson is super young. Jaws, you know, a rookie. even younger. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so there's a lot there's a lot of movement for that team. Like they they're on an upward upward tick. And yeah. I mean, even if I, I just want to see Ja, I don't care about the Grizzlies. I do. Too. I just want to see Ja and and see him do something in the playoffs. But I don't know if this is the year for him. I hope that I hope that Dame gets in. I mean, even if it's out. not, there are going to be many opportunities in the future for that team. I would um, rather see Damian Lillard in the playoffs than Ja Morant. We don't know what Ja can do though. Yeah, but we know what Dame can do. Yeah, Dame is a we've bucket. seen all what the Dame time. can do. He's I mean, come on, he, he's delivered two of the most exciting playoff moments in the history of NBA basketball. Yeah, he's electric. That that wave off against the Thunder is one of the best things I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, and it, for that reason, and pretty much that reason alone, I want to see uh, the the Blazers. The Celtics might do it, you know. They won't though. Um. 
Well, they'll they'll have a a really a really good competitive edge going into yeah. to the at least the Eastern Conference. I think Jason side of Tatum's things. gonna go nuts. He got you see his new haircut. Yeah, he looks crazy. He does. So does crazy. so does Giannis though, and Giannis yeah. Giannis is kind of poised to make a pretty big comeback here in yeah, NBA he, Orlando. Yeah, he's already scary enough. Yeah. Um, but speaking about NBA Orlando, um, you know we're gonna be covering it throughout its. Um, you know the duration of the season uh yeah uh, we're gonna be doing 11 episodes uh just to cover the 11 weeks uh, of NBA orlando and um kind of see what happens from there because we also are looking forward to a possible nfl season yeah uh some some big some big movements occurred uh, in the nfl world recently uh the patriots recently signing Cam Newton, yeah, baby. Obviously, to replace uh, our quarterback of 20 years. Uh, still haven't quite gotten over it. Um, don't, don't remind me. Left He'll always be my quarterback. He yeah. commented, um, I'll always be your number one under Julian's uh, Instagram. That He should have done for, it under I think, mine. Yes, I think for every Patriots fan, He's my he'll, he'll always be... You know, especially for us. I mean, he yeah. was drafted the year I was born. Yeah. You know, he's he's been a part of the Patriots for my entire life, and therefore he's been a part of my life yeah. for my entire life. He's and so it, it was very, very tough to see him leave. And, you know, honestly, I think I would have rather seen him get traded after we won the Super Bowl. I would have rather seen him retire. If he retired, I would have been cool. Like, yeah. dude, you're I, you're the GOAT. Like, retire as a Patriot. You've been a Patriot your whole Anyway, so he's he's down there in Tampa Bay now. Took Gronk he, with him. Yeah, took Gronk with him too. I mean, just absolutely stabbed us in the heart. And now he's there getting a nice uh, tan yeah. going. Um, and I mean, over and the last a lucrative deal too. I yeah, mean, very much so. I mean, that's what he was looking for from New England. And I think at the end of the day, we all knew that he wasn't going to get that from yeah. from Belichick. I mean, Belichick, Belichick is yeah. not going to sign off on. I mean, the Bucks are paying him $50 million for, what, two years? Two years. And the Patriots are not doing that. No. And they, they've never been that team to spend a tons of money on one player. You know, they've always been yeah. uh, in building pieces. Uh, these guys that are in the sixth, seventh round, right. maybe going drafted. And Let's I, just get a couple of those guys and stick them together. But now Cam Newton is coming, you know? I think we've known for a long time that, that Belichick was looking for a change in the quarterback position. Right. Um, for a little bit, you know, we were uh, we were really worried about uh, who was going to take that role. You know, would it be Stidham and what that would look like if it was. Right, right. I mean, I, I, wasn't, I wasn't, like, sad or disappointed that it was going to be Stidham because the dude can play. The dude can throw the ball. Yeah. But he's got a when, lot well, of work to do. You go from Tom Brady, Tom Brady to, Jared to Jared Stidham. It's like um, it's not the same. Yeah. It's certainly. Yeah. I mean, you know, I, I'm no disrespect to Stidham, yeah, but it's I certainly mean, it's like, a downgrade. Dude, um, but I trusted him. I mean, I, I had I had faith in in what uh, the quarterback system of the New England Patriots could do to someone like him. I mean, right. he's a very he's he's got a lot of developmental uh, potential. Yeah. For sure, he does. But Cam Newton's gonna start for sure. Um, but the the craziest thing really is that the Patriots can't lose on this. I mean, they they signed him for the minimum. I that he has some incentives in his contract, but right. 
the max he makes is seven and a half mil. That's pennies for Cam Newton. I mean, he, well, I mean, yeah. he's a he's an MVP of the past and he's like a Heisman Trophy winner, number one overall pick in the draft. I, I mean, saw this tweet that was like he's getting paid less with New England than he did at Auburn. At Auburn, and that oh man, shout out <laughs> Auburn Athletics, you guys. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, they they produce a a lot of very impressive. NFL yeah, they talent. get they get a lot of dudes. Yeah, certainly. But somehow. I, they yeah, somehow. Somehow. Maybe we'll never know how, but yeah. uh, I think we all. Know they want to go. They they want to go live in Auburn. Yeah. No. But uh, I mean, you know, <laughs> I I think that you know it was kind of expected that we would bring someone in, um, and maybe I just don't think that the that Patriots fans. I mean, certainly not me. I didn't think that we'd bring in someone so high profile. No, I didn't either. And it's, un. I mean, we were just talking about how it's unlike the Patriots and that organizations to spend all this money on you know, a high profile player right. like that. But they they went out and pulled the trigger. And I nothing but respect to Bill Belichick. I knew he had an ace up his sleeve though. He wasn't. I really. I, I, I didn't. I didn't ever expect him to put all of his eggs in the Stidham basket. Yeah, I. So it just shows really that I. I don't think New England is looking to rebuild. So kind of talk to me about what you might think the upsides and maybe some of the downsides of the the swap that we got. Well, um, Brady is definitely more experienced. Than Cam, but I think Cam adds another element to the offense with his legs, especially obviously more so than Brady because yeah. uh, I think anyone in the NFL <laughs> adds more legs than Brady. Yeah, there hasn't. I mean, you know, uh, even with with QBs like Bledsoe, and uh, I mean, I guess we haven't had another QB since since really yeah the nineties. I mean, the yeah. early nineties. Um, but you know, the Patriots have had a very stagnant. Uh, passing game yeah not a lot of movement in in the quarterback position you know a not lot a lot of, of just rollouts. quick quick throws um getting the ball out quickly but i mean cam newton he's a big guy he can stand in the pocket he's a great pocket passer i mean earlier in his career i think he definitely used his legs a lot more but now he's really developed the ability to just hang back there and sling the ball and you know i i don't think that the transition honestly it's going to be that tough. I think that they're both they're both big guys that can hang in the pocket, take some shots. Um, I mean, he's he's a good he can throw the ball. Yeah, you know he he's solid. I'm I'm really excited to see how it goes. When I when I think about upsides uh, of Cam, um, the first things that come to mind is just the winning mentality. Yeah, I mean he he goes out every game and he really. Gives it his all and tries to win. Yeah, but I mean, you also had that with Brady. Yeah, that was absolutely. This whole thing, you know. But I'm, I'm, you know, yeah, I'm just saying, like, in terms of like, the good and the bad of Cam, I'd say that like, we're not losing much when it comes to just like you know, uh, motivation and a leadership role at quarterback. Absolutely, and I think that Cam Newton is really hungry too. I think he wants to prove himself again um, on the big stage as a New England Patriot, and I mean, he's gonna be given hopefully the tools that he needs to succeed yeah um i hope belichick you know designs an offense around him that yeah. suits him and i hope that he puts the pieces that are necessary for cam to succeed because i really do want to see him succeed yeah i mean well on paper you know uh, uh heisman winning number one overall pick 
is league MVP is is gonna have more potential than you know a 299th overall pick. Yeah, absolutely. Um, um, but uh, you know it it's it's tough because Cam had a lot of expectations on him coming out of college, and he and he didn't really live up to those expectations. And then he had a season out the gate, yeah. out the gate. and then he had a season where he he broke out completely, just broke out of his shell, and uh, led an underwhelming. Panthers team to a Super Bowl yeah. to an almost undefeated season, yeah. uh, an MVP for himself, and you know led him to a Super Bowl, which they unfortunately lost. lost. Yeah, it's but a, it's to, a freaking Peyton Manning. It's a Peyton Manning. It's a and, bummy and Peyton Broncos. Manning. He was doing nothing. Von Miller and that defense carried that team. Anyway, that's a. But uh, you know, I, I just think that I think that Cam really has that sort of ability to turn it on and and but with that it also you know it it's off sometimes it is obviously cam newton has a lot of upsides to him i mean like i said he is a heisman winner forward number one overall pick and an mvp right uh but you know along with his maybe questionable effort what else kind of makes you say is this the right move um well he's not i mean i think brady's the best passer ever so you're losing something there. He's not as clutch as Brady. I, the, the thing that Brady gives me more so than any other quarterback in the NFL is this feeling of security. You mm-hmm. know, he's like, if we're no matter how many points we're down, no matter how much time is left, I always know that twelve is going to deliver at the quarterback spot, and the ball is going to be where it needs to be when right. it needs to be there. Consistency, I guess, is maybe what I'm looking for. Consistency in big moments and. If Cam can do that, I mean, if he can go to New England and deliver in those big moments that New England fans have been used to, you know, yeah. been used to playing in, then he has everything, that all the tools that he needs. But that's really my own, my only question with him is, will he be able to deliver, you know, in the playoffs, um, in Foxborough, when it's cold, when all the eyes are on you and you, you know, yeah. need a touchdown? Obviously, last year, the Patriots had a lot of problems with receiving. Yeah. Um, and this year, you know, we haven't really made up for it. No. I mean, Nikhil Harry has gotten better. Um, and he, he'll probably start. He'll probably be a starter. Yeah. Um, we'll probably pick up a, another receiver, maybe an old old guy or something. Yeah. But, um, Belichick will... You know, I mean, Cam's, Cam's main target, I think it's safe to say, his main target is going to be so, Julian uh, Edelman for, for his debut season here in new england and while that's not a that's not a bad thing and it wasn't a bad thing for brady i think that i honestly think that that cam may be the guy to make the best of a bad situation uh in that situation maybe more even more so than brady was i think that what the patriots need and what cam would really need to thrive is a fast guy on the outside um if you look at you know whenever he was succeeding in Carolina, he had, you know, a super quick dude on the outside, whether that be Ted Ginn or someone else that he could bomb balls to. Um, yeah. And, like, you know, that seemed to work really well for them. So just, like, some quick receivers, and you know, they had Funches and all those yeah. guys. Just, like, quick. They had a couple slot guys, but they had dudes that could just run, fly straight to the end of them. Well, I mean, there's been stirs and rumors about uh, Diggs. What do you think about Diggs? Oh, I mean... What do you think about the possibility of him coming to New England? No way. <laughs> you don't think so? If it happens, 
I would be extremely and pleasantly surprised. Yeah. I mean, the, but that would shake the earth. Yeah, the thing that I, the thing that makes me even the slightest bit hopeful of, of something like that. I mean, it doesn't have to be digs. Yeah. And uh, obviously, there's a, a whole host of free agent rece- uh, receiving options. I mean, Devontae Adams is yeah he's a hell solid. of an option. Yeah. But um, I, I just think that, you know, we signed Camon for the minimum. The minimum guaranteed yeah. and, and a little more in incentives. Um, so and there to has to be with. a reason. Yeah. I mean, obviously, our cap space was limited as it is. Uh, we put a lot of money into defense, and I yeah. think that shows, and I think that's a reason why uh, maybe we shouldn't be as big of underdogs as we are right now. But, um, but you know, it, I just feel like there's a little more there's a little more wiggle room that now that we've signed uh, our quarterback to the minimum. Yeah, you know? for, and there could be a, a few cost. more cuts that come and a, a couple trades, and I think that and hopefully a big signing. Hopefully a big signing. I think it could make room for a big signing, but. Um, I'm happy to have Cam. Overall, yeah, I mean, there are there are ups and downs, but I'm I'm happy to have have Cam. I just think that for the cost, there's even if he doesn't turn out, there's nothing that they can lose. They signed him for very little money, and the only way he makes more is if he plays well. And if right. he plays well, it's beneficial. To right. The I, I mean, Kaepernick was asking for more money. Yeah. Than than what Cam signed yeah. for, and I think that's, I mean, it's just. He must have really wanted to play for New England because yeah. because he signed for not a lot of money and and I, I I mean I hope that it's just like a year of the minimum and if he if he does well which I then they pay we him. all have to assume that he does and yeah. he'll get an extension and yeah. I hope he does I mean I hope we see Cam as the long term quarterback for the Patriots assuming yeah. he does well he is um, definitely worth more than what he's being yeah. paid right now and I hope that he earns his money and he makes it absolutely. Um, I mean, we're we're talking about this, and we're talking about his potential in this coming season, but we don't even know if there is going to be a coming That's season. Very true. And uh, uh, obviously, the kind of eleven episode run that we're um, working with here is going to be able to uh, show us. We're going to be able to find out along the way uh, what the future of the podcast is and what the future of American sports and world sports is, and right. we'll we'll know if there's. Uh, gonna be an NFL season and if there is you know you bet your ass we're gonna cover it right we're gonna be here uh, talking all about how Brady's gonna win a Super Bowl in Tampa Bay this year <laughs> yeah I don't know if I'm gonna be talking about that all uh-huh. that much. I don't, I don't want to wish that into existence I mean I, I'd want him to I wouldn't be mad if they won I have a few hang-ups about the Buccaneers yeah but Brady is my hero so i hope he i hope he does well i hope he does well too i hope i hope we see some classic brady gronk highlights um, yeah but i'm i'm not looking at them to challenge for the super bowl we'll I, see i, I want to see some highlights but maybe not the super bowl if there even is a super bowl yeah we'll see that being said i'd like to say a few things about kind of what we're looking at in terms of structuring in terms of uh what we're coming back to um we're distributing the podcast on all major platforms. Any platform you want to listen to a podcast on, you can listen to our podcast on that. It's coming out to uh, YouTube, and it's coming on Austin Public Television. If you live in the city of Austin, which is where we live, yep. uh, you can watch us on public television, or you can just catch the stream on YouTube. And, and there will be exclusive, exclusive content. content. That's, That's the first time we're announcing any sort of exclusive content on our Patreon for 
a dollar a month, you can you can view some exclusive content, and there will be uh, more tiers to come in the future. Uh, the donations that come through the Patreon, also the donations that come through on Anchor, which is where we have our podcast, uh, all of those will be donated for the 11 episode run of covering NBA Orlando uh, to any organization supporting uh, Black Lives and the Black Lives Matter movement. Uh, obviously, with that kind of being the theme of the restart in Orlando. Um, the fact that we're covering that, I mean, we kind of have to cover these issues and right. uh, we're ha very happy to do so and very happy to support the people that are making actual headway. Yeah, we hope to use our platform as much as we can and we just want people to know that we support them. Yeah. That being said, we're signing off for this episode. Thank you guys so much for watching. Please subscribe to us on YouTube. Follow us on Spotify and uh, the podcast app. Thank See you guys, guys next week. Thank you. Wear a mask.